Yes, it is Free Talk Live. We are a live call-in radio talk program where you can take control of the airwaves and talk about whatever is on your mind. The telephone number for you to do so is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. Normally at this point in the program, I go, in the studio tonight, it's myself, and then the other guy goes, it's me, and then the other guy goes, it's me. However, we have with us today... The infamous Ian Freeman. The founder. The founder of Free Talk the Live. The crypto criminal. The crypto has, genius. Uh, late last night, I got pinged uh, during the show, as a matter of fact, like towards the end of the show. We're going to get him right now. <laughs> and I, you know, I was already doing other things, and I'm like, I, and plus it's a half hour for me to get down here to mm-hmm. join up with them to ride out there and that kind of thing. So uh, a bunch of people went out to greet you. Yeah, uh, it was there, very nice. There was... Uh, some video, uh, Joe, yep, Joe o, uh, from uh, Breaking the Flaw. Breaking the Flaw was live streaming, and uh, you know there was a sort of a, vi- a little fifteen second, twenty second video fi- like thing of just you like coming out the door and hugging Bonnie, and it was just really nice. Aww. That and, was also posted and then immediately up. like let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, you're like let's get out of this place, and I'm like yeah. <laughs> I think everybody watching that video was giving a round of applause, and there were of course some people who. You know, aren't able to see the normal social medias that are, you know, like uh, Aria, for example, the mm-hmm. co-host here. She can't be on Telegram, so uh, I uploaded it to the Facebook oh, cool. and so folks uh, to our amplifiers page. Yeah. So our amplifiers were able to see it. So um, it is. Uh, so Conan is here as well, yep. as is the norm for a Tuesday night. Uh, Aria is not here for the reason that. Your conditions say that you can't, what, be in the same place as her? Uh, her conditions and my conditions, as I understand it, uh, both have uh, all of the co-defendants in the Crypto 6 trial are not allowed to talk to one another. So the prosecutors are allowed to talk to one another, but we're not allowed to talk to one another. <laughs> that's so bizarre. Yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, that makes things difficult, not only, of course, for the show... But just even very difficult, even like for what your attorneys, right? And putting together a defense in that kind of well, thing. The attorneys can talk to one another. Right. But like getting you guys all in the same room. Right? Yeah, I guess they can't do that. Yeah. Is, is this typical? Uh, as I understand it, it actually is. This is it's it's a it's, it's a kangaroo court. It's it's pretty crazy. Well, so far this judge has been uh, better than uh, than the previous this, one. Uh, that, the plant, yeah, that uh, that had denied me bail completely. Yeah. Um, although I'm completely you know in, restricted in quite a few ways. I cannot uh, touch a computer basically unless there's some sort of monitoring software on it. And we haven't had a chance to set anything like that up yet. I don't know if I, I don't know if you know I want to put that on uh, the studio computer because other people use that computer. So. Right. Um, it's well, a mess. You're on well, lock. You're on lockdown. You, you got to wear a stupid bracelet that you, have, that you have to pay for. Actually, that's right. Before we get yeah. too deep into all that, welcome back, Ian. Hey, it's, thanks. It's, it's good to, to have you back on your own freaking show. <laughs> after I, I'm calling it 70 days. Almost. Somebody, 
Somebody called it because it was technically Tuesday when you got out. Correct. And it was Tuesday the 16th when the terrorists busted into the place and took you guys away. I got out at like 1130 Monday, so it's 16, let's call it 69 days. Ooh, uh, 69. 69. All right, I'm, I'm good with that. It's the longest time I've ever spent behind bars for my entire life. I spent 58 days for a misdemeanor conviction when I stood in front of the police cruiser back uh, during Derek J's victimless crime spree. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, a 90-day sentence, but in New Hampshire, uh, what they call good time rule. I mean, if you're good while you're in jail, you get out after i think it's 66 percent or 60 percent something like that so oh. so two-thirds that's a two-thirds rule so uh so the 90 days was commuted to 60 and the uh the jailer back then decided to let me out two days early because there was going to be a which was interesting because at the time we were having like jail release parties where a bunch of people would come like way more than what came last night because we would know when somebody's getting out of jail previously right. if they were there on a sentence so a bunch of people would come and you know welcome the person out of jail uh, whether it was Derek J or whoever it might have been Adam uh Adam Kokash had this happen to him right uh here as well and, uh, and and there likely would have been more had there been some way of knowing in advance when you were actually going to be released. And that's the thing. What happened uh, a decade ago was, you know, I was supposed to get out after 60 days on a 90-day sentence yeah. for the civil disobedience. And so the jail, uh, the jail superintendent, he, know, he knows who we are and he knows what we were going to do. So he decided he has like some sort of small amount of leeway right like his job is if the judge says you got to keep this person this long you got to keep them that long right yeah. that's what the, the statutes say that's what you got to do um, but he apparently as the jail superintendent does have some wiggle room in there like of a few days so he decided on day 58 all right you're out <laughs> so he just cut me out the door basically and uh wow. no one had any no one knew that was going to happen so yeah. the you know however many people were going to come out on day 60 all of a sudden i'm out on day 58 call your call your ride <laughs> did you walk home that day <laughs> no i called uh no i actually i got a did, i got a ride from the jail to uh the bus station not that, a, yeah it's not that far down the road yeah. did a release party happen two days later i don't remember probably <laughs> this is a, a decade ago yeah uh i just want everyone listening to be aware that while Ian was behind bars, in other words, held hostage, he has not been convicted of anything. You know, this whole premise of innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, you wouldn't know that if listening to the locals, you know, listening to them talk about oh, yeah, Mr. Free. There have been uh, articles in the Slantinol, mm. and I'm sorry, the Sentinel, and what's the other one, the, the Boston one? The, the Globe? The, mm, yeah, no. the Union Leader here. The Union Loser, yes, thank you. Uh, a couple of articles in like, one of them's a little more fair than the hmm. other, but the articles that have come out, particularly in the Slantinol, have not been flattering, mm. as you are well aware. Uh, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't read them. So. Well, no, I mean just your experience with the Sentinel okay. uh, over time, and you know they're not very kind to the libertarians and you know freaking and, and that kind of a thing. So yeah, I mean, well, people who support the status quo are likely not to be kind to those who, like us, want to change things. Yeah, and unfortunately, when you want to uh, you know see change like that happen, uh, the people who are part of the status quo are likely to lash out and use violence to try to stop it and defend their system. The system that they've grown to love. Yeah. Uh, what do you see as sort of like the most difficult part of your restrictions? Well, uh, given that I haven't even been out for 24 hours yet, it's, you know, you're asking me to predict what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, 
you know, doing this job of this Free Talk Live ministry for the Shire Free Church is a very technical uh, aspect. It's, there's a lot to it. And as you've been learning yes. the hard way, you've, you, you know, you're in the sink or swim. Uh, I've been tossed into the deep end yeah. of the pool. And uh, and so, you know, I have to, well, when I was in jail, I was trying to instruct you on things over the phone, which is yep. challenging. So it's a little easier to instruct you in real life on, okay, here's what you can do. Because I can't use the computer. Right. Uh, there's a restriction on that. And so, you know, my, my day previously was... In front of a computer screen, basically. Right. And so now I don't have that. And right. that's that's going to be very different. Well, I'd like everybody to know that we're doing our part in keeping you employed by having you sit in tonight on the show. Hey, thanks. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to help you out. I, you know. I can I can get um, some sort of monitoring software, apparently, mm-hmm. you know, which you also have to pay for. Um, so I've got the ankle monitor uh, keeping me in the in the homestead here. Yeah. Uh, home, you want to call it house arrest or whatever, home detention or something like yeah. that. Um, so that's going to be a challenge. Um, I can I can get um, the probation officer, even though it's not probation, it's pretrial. Right. Um, but I can uh, the probation officer. I can tell him, okay, well, I'm going to go to the grocery store on Saturday at two o'clock, and he'll likely approve that. So I I can leave with pre-approval. Well, what about um, like all of the churches, sort of like regular stuff that goes on, like. Well, you know, there's Pork Fest and Fork Fest yeah, every year. Yeah, I'm not going to likely be going to that. Every year, but there's other things, too, that, uh, you know, like some of the meetups mm-hmm. and that type of thing. Like, you can't do any transactions, but that's still That's part, the other thing. No crypto. That's still a part of the ministry. All I can do is wear a Bitcoin t-shirt now. I can't actually use crypto. No. <laughs> 603-283-6160. Do you want to ask Ian Freeman anything? Give us a call. This is Free Talk Live. More coming up. Talk Live. Yeah, you can have your calls, your opinions broadcast to something like 200 radio stations, as well as a couple of satellite channels and the internet globally. If you dial 603 283 6160. Again, 603 283 6160. We've got some calls on hold. And we will get to those in just a moment. In the studio tonight, I am your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me, it's Ian and Conan. And let's just do what we do and go right to your calls. We have Thaddeus calling from Kentucky. Thaddeus, you are on Free Talk Live. Hello. Glad you're out, Ian. I've been following your campaign a little bit. Oh, thank you. Good news. Um, today, a very dear friend of mine, a blues player from Georgia, told me about a book called The Technological Society. It was written in 1954 by a Frenchman named Jacques Ellul, E-L-L-U-L. And I have listened to a little bit of it. And it's pretty dark stuff, but he was prophetic in in talking about the dangers of technology. 
Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously uh, technology is a uh, double-edged sword, right? So, I mean, technology is Absolutely. is wonderful in so many ways and also uh, dangerous in, uh, you know, in the wrong hands. What was it about the book that uh, you wanted to talk about? Anything in particular? Well, I just wanted to bring it to people's attention. He is known as an anarchist, and he was something kind of strange for his time. He was a Christian anarchist. Okay. But it just it breaks things down. And, you know, I have to admit it was a little bit scary what I heard about it because he was so prophetic in 1954 about what's going on. And the Crypto Six are dealing with technological issues. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. And you haven't been charged with anything. I've been charged what with a ton world? of things. Uh, there are twenty counts in the in the case. I don't know if all of the counts are against me specifically, but the majority of them certainly are. And uh, they would like to put me in prison for the rest of my life, from what I can tell. For mind you, never harming anybody. That's correct. Yeah, the prosecution even admitted that uh, I was not involved in any of the uh, the Bitcoin fraud um, online that you know they they were trying to paint me with early on. They've admitted that I was actually not a part of the fraud. But yep, no victims. Man, oh man! Welcome well, to the, the state, my friend. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the call, yeah. Thaddeus. We appreciate it. Uh, this book that Thaddeus mentions does have. Over four and a half, well, at four and a half stars on ye old Amazon, so uh, it might be worth a look. Uh, let's move right along to Clamoring, calling from planet Earth. Clamoring, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Um, first of all, I just want to say, Ian, it's so great to just see your face. I'm oh, so, so happy that you're out finally. Uh, um, you actually, you I, actually wouldn't have seen it uh, last night when he came, <laughs> had a big beard. He came out of that prison with a, a with mustache. a damn uh, uh, like they dug him out of a hole or something. They were getting ready. Just to, out of curiosity, did you just not shave? The I whole did not time? shave at a, at any point. It was your your <laughs> captive beard. Correct, correct. Okay. Um, but and let's, I did see I did see the video of um, Ian's release. Uh, so yeah, so I did still have the the beard at that point. Um, but it's important to point out that uh, that nobody who is our uh, our co-host and is also still inside that jail. So uh, as, as I understand it, there may have been just today a filing in court to try to get him another bail hearing. Clamoring, are you up on that? Are you? Yeah, aware? I. I just talked to his lawyer today, um, and there was a motion to um, get him out on bail, and I don't think there's been a ruling on that, but I can't imagine that he wouldn't be released at this point. Um, Yeah, I would expect that he should be, um, from what I understand of what my attorney has said, all of us have different attorneys. Right. Um, That's... You know, one of the things that you're supposed to do in this case because of right. conflict of interest or whatever. You but, can't have the same attorney literally right. or legally anyway. Y- yeah. yeah. And uh, and so, you know, the one the thing that my attorney had said was that essentially they have to let somebody out who's not an actual like menace to society. Um, as I, I mean, I'm, that's a that's not the legal uh, standard or whatever, but it's sort of similar to that. And basically that the magistrate who is essentially not a judge, but looks like a judge. What do they, what do they call you, a criminal kingpin or something? <laughs> or a sophisticated, <laughs> allegedly a sophisticated cyber criminal. Yeah. 
yeah. Uh, well, I was kind of curious, Ian, uh, like what your bail restrictions were. Like, can you talk to the other co-defendants? No. Is that nope? None of the co-defendants can uh, can speak to one another. Um, and I have an additional list of people, including Mark Edgington, yeah. our, Mark Edge, our, our co-host, the founding co-host of Free Talk Live, who I've worked you with. You can't talk to Mark? Correct. That's correct. Uh, Melanie, uh, There's also co-host. some former co-hosts you can't Darryl talk Perry. to. Daryl Perry, for mm-hmm. example. Who also was a co-founder of Sharp Free Church, so that may be a factor there. Um, a whole list of people. Uh, Michael Hampton, also sometime co-host, behind-the-scenes uh, technical guru here on the show. So they're doing everything that you know they can. It seems to to break up uh, Free Talk Live, and we're going to likely challenge some of these things. But the whole point was, look, you just got to agree to whatever they they say to to get out uh, of jail. So you know, yeah, presuming yeah. Uh, you know, presuming that I can abide by these various conditions, then there may be a chance to sort of you know remove some of them over time that's that's the hope so i can't like get on a computer without it being monitored i can't do crypto uh transactions i mean my life is nothing you know like what it was before and i can't talk to most of some of my best friends yeah and and your friends miss you thank you so. i appreciate you did you have That's any... all I wanted to say. Okay. Well, we well I'd like to, to encourage people to write to nobody because even though he's filed, uh, you know, the necessary paperwork, I filed mine on uh, no, on April 9th and it took six weeks or whatever, you know, to finally actually get out. So it, it's, is it going to happen for him this week? I wouldn't expect it. They, they got to schedule a hearing and then, you know, they got to have the hearing and then they got to, you know, there's going to be objections and who knows how long it's going to take. So if you haven't written to nobody yet, you, um, you can find that at the crypto six.com. There's information. The address there. is there and yep. that sort of thing. Send him a book, uh, send him a letter and I'm sure he'd appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Clamoring. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, I don't envy the challenges that you face personally. And also I don't appreciate the position that the state has put this particular show in. Yeah. Uh, as a result of all of these things, and you know we're going to get through it. I don't care what the state does, as long know. as they don't burn the house down. Well, you know, next time they uh, they raid the place. Yeah, we are. You know, of course, working on you know building up our what we call disaster recovery. That's what it's known in the rest of the world. Mm. Disaster recovery is what we're working on. So you know, hopefully, we can get over those types of humps in the future. So. 603-283-6160 is the phone number. More Free Talk Live is on the way. The Terran Federation and the Terran League have been killing each other for decades. Sheltered, wealthy, and light years from the threat, the members of the 500 have no interest in changing that. When Rear Admiral Terrence Murphy is given governorship of a backwater system, a risk-free path to wealth and power is his for the taking. But Murphy is a man of honor, duty, and responsibility. He intends to stop the killing, whatever the cost. Governor by David Weber and Richard Fox from BaneBooks.com. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for tuning in to Free Talk Live. 
Do you want to be heard? Do you want to voice your opinions about the state of society, the state of the world, the state of governments, the state of your life? Well, you can do so. Well, you still can. <laughs> yeah. Well, before they make it illegal, <laughs> 603-283-6160 is the phone number here in the studio if you'd like to join us. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. And it's Ian. And Conan. And let's talk about... Now, I have to ask, can you talk about Bitcoin? Sure. I love Bitcoin, cryptocurrency. I asked... I'm wearing a t-shirt. I'm wearing a Bitcoin t-shirt today. <laughs> I just, you know... Like I, I said earlier, it's all I can do. I can't use a Bitcoin wallet now because of the, uh, the bail conditions. I want to talk about a couple of things that Conan brought in, but I I noticed this article the other day. Uh, a Domino's pizza chain is offering salary in Bitcoin. Now, wow. it's, it's a Dutch Domino's, and this says part of their salary. So this is a different article than the original one I read. It's just the one that I brought up. But I thought it was interesting that somebody... Domino's is a pretty big company, sure. and they're owned by... I don't remember who they're owned by. They're owned by something. Like well, Pepsi there's a lot of franchise something. stores. Right. Right. I, and, don't know if, I don't know if there are corporate Domino's, if there's like some corporate, some franchise. I'm not sure how, how it all breaks down. I know the one here in town is a franchise. But this is from moneycontrol.com. Dutch Domino's pizza chain offers part of salary in Bitcoin. The company can only pay a part of the salary in Bitcoin as Dutch law mandates oh. the minimum wage be given in euros. Boo. So any apparently anything over the minimum wage, uh, they can pay in Bitcoin, according to this. Anyway, huh. which is interesting. That is interesting. On May twenty second, uh, twenty ten, software developer Laszlo Hanyex paid ten thousand bitcoins for two pizzas. Oh yeah, that's right. It was Bitcoin, Bitcoin Pizza, pizza day, day this weekend. Or I actually bought a little Zoe's pizza and brought it in, nice. even though Mark was broadcasting remotely. Mm -hmm. uh, the folks who live here and myself enjoyed some pizza actually bought with bitcoin on, sweet on the pizza day uh what company was that uh bitcoin pizza day that was a papa john's pizza they were actually taking I think it was yeah uh, yeah the, the actual franchise papa no, john's took no. it or someone bought a pizza and then resold that's it. right right there was a guy who was like a driver or somebody who worked at one of these at, at the papa john's he accepted the ten thousand bitcoins and then bought the pizza yeah, it was like for two pizzas, I believe it was. I'm two like, pizzas, I'm like, who right, back yeah. in twenty was it twenty ten? Twenty ten was, was no taking Bitcoin. Were, yeah, yeah, no, no one was taking it. Yeah, right. So these were two fanatics, but, two two people who were interested in Bitcoin. But then. now you have this pro probably a franchise who is offering to pay their employees in it, and it's that's a quite a decade change right there. That is amazing. Well, yeah. we've seen some of this too. There have been, uh, I know, before the events of March sixteenth. We covered some articles about... That's the raid, is what you're referring the, to. The terrorist attack mm -hmm. is what I like to refer to it as. Uh, there was mention of like a football player asking right. for his... Since that happened, there have been several other football players who have been able to achieve the same thing. Some other sports people, uh, people in the media, NFTs are blowing up. Non-fungible um, tokens. Yeah, and like, you know, as far as like artists are concerned, mm -hmm. right, these are... Uh, and so, and then of course, well, Elon the football Musk, player. Before you go on, the guy that you're talking about wasn't his name Russell something. Russell Okun. Yeah. yeah. So after he started taking uh, Bitcoin as his, I think it was what half his paycheck or something like that. Yes. 
he then became the number one best paid uh, football player, not by dollar salary, but because he held, you know, presuming he held the Bitcoin, yep. the Bitcoin that he got went up in value so much from the beginning of the year to, you know, whenever it was. Yep. Uh, now, I understand it's had a dip recently, but uh, but nonetheless, it's still way up compared to what it was a year ago. And so factoring in the amount that it, it rose, he, he's like, you know, I'd never heard of the guy's name. I mean, I, I don't follow sports or anything sure. like yeah, that, yeah. but, you know, he, he was no uh, Joe Montana, right? Like, he wasn't the most renowned player. Uh, he, he yeah, was he was like, an offensive lineman, right. and they're generally not the stars and that kind of... I mean, he was a pretty high paid guy already but but now money wise compared to his cohorts he's doing much better and so of course people are going to come on board they're seeing that they're seeing those dollars you know those monies and then of course you've got good old elon you know doing his thing he bailed didn't he i heard that he bailed out and like quit doing bitcoin he's he is sketchy Mm -hmm. who knows what he's doing i think he's trying to manipulate the market so that he can screw around with people and buy, and buy dips and whatnot mm, could be um and then of course his appearance on saturday night live he, he straight up came out and says oh by the way after everything was over he said oh by the way dogecoin it's a scam what <laughs> after he'd been pumping it all week long mm-hmm. uh no the thing with bitcoin is he uh said the tesla would would accept bitcoin right uh for sales for of, sales of right. the of their their product and this was after tesla bur- purchased a bunch of bitcoin right Yes. Yeah. But then he came out uh, like a week ago, and he's like, "Oh yeah, and by the way, we're not going to get any more. We're not going to buy any more uh, because of the uh, the environmental factors." I heard about that, right. and and they're also not going to accept Bitcoin as payment for their cars. I think that wah, no, no, no. I wah, think I think that wah. they will. No. That it, as far as you, and you know what, that takes me to what a lot of these big companies are doing, like PayPal, for example. Uh, they'll they'll accept Bitcoin, but they don't give it back to you because it's a store. Right. It's a no. store of value that they they come to the conclusion that this is a an incredible store of value and Elon, they're going to keep it because it's it's power for the same reasons that you know you cited is the same reason that he cited for no longer taking bitcoin to buy the tesla motor vehicles is because he's concerned about the environmental impact of the yeah mining. screw him he is sketchy he when, is so sketchy when like you know elon musk doesn't apparently take into consideration the environmental impact of what it takes to manufacture a freaking automobile. How much electricity is it taking for the his electricity, tweet? The electricity, the fossil his... fuels that he burns, and mm-hmm. just the materials to manufacture his cars. What about what about just Twitter? What about his right. tweet that he tweeted out? Well, how much power is it taking to run that? Everyone, everyone in the world opening that up and looking at that tweet, how much power is that consuming? What? And how about the electricity to run the cars later on? That's right. Oh, and yeah. the disposal of the batteries once they die. Mm-hmm. Oh, they don't right? get disposed. That's a, that's they, get, they get stacked concern. up somewhere in a desert. And that's what probably, I mean. It's probably a mountain. There's probably a pyramid of them somewhere that he's... It's a huge environmental concern. I mean, it sounds to me like he hasn't, and again, maybe you're right, Conan, he's just playing people, right? Like he's, he wants to buy the dip and, you know, personally wants to get a good deal on some more Bitcoin before the price goes up again. Um, But uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. And he's certainly, uh, he certainly did good things for, for Bitcoin initially. And I don't, Bitcoin's bigger than, than this guy, you know, he can say what he wants uh, at this point and it's, it's not going to bring Bitcoin down. I don't think. No, and in fact, the recent dip is more blamed on the Chinese cracking down on mining and banning. Again? Yes. Oh. Yeah. The, well, the the most recent dip. Yeah. Um, is yeah they've put in some more, and so a bunch of Chinese miners have gone offline and uh. this kind of a thing. So, uh, but Elon Musk is sitting up there in his ivory tower, thinking it was all his tweet. 
that's bringing no. it in. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's the thing. Everybody likes to point to one thing. It's, oh, Bitcoin's doing this because of this. And I don't think you can say that about Bitcoin. I mean, there's definitely correlations, but that's not causation. Right. And if you look at the percentages of the previous dips, this particular dip, while it looks bigger because of the amount of dollars mm-hmm. that appear in the chart, statistically, statistically, it's not even the worst dip that Bitcoin has ever had. You know what? Okay. I don't even know that this is the dip. I because th- I didn't think it was coming until the fall. Hmm. If you look at the chart, if you look at the the, the life the history, the history, yeah. it shouldn't have come till this fall. I think this is a a pre dip. Hmm. Um, but I but I'm, st- I'm still buying. I got it. I got it at thirty five, and I was I missed that thirty thousand. That got all the way down to thirty thousand. Yeah. Now, now it's now it's back up to thirty eight. I got a little at thirty two. Not I mean nothing to write home about. Yeah, I was sleeping. I was just like, it's. Sadly. I don't think I'm ever going to see Bitcoin at thirty two thousand again. So I'm like, all right, I'll throw, I'll throw five dollars at it or whatever. Yeah, who knows? Six zero three two eight three six one six zero is how you can get your voice on Free Talk Live. Coming up, we're going to talk about some strange things that are afoot at Bull Moose. Bull Moose? What's that? I don't know. Isn't that like Bullwinkle and Rocky? Sounds like it. More Free Talk Live on the way. Welcome back to Free Talk Live, the live call-in radio talk program where you can take control of the airwaves. You can talk about anything that's on your mind. We're talking about, like last segment, we talked about Bitcoin a bunch and that kind of a thing. We've been talking about Ian, we've been talking about the Crypto 6, but you can change the subject. Talk about whatever's on your mind. If you like the subject and you have comments, far out, solid, and right on, give us a call. 603-283-6160 is the number. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Ian. And Conan. And speaking of Bitcoin, Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. You can go there now. Click on Get Started right at the top of the page. Once you do that, you will find a cornucopia of information that is neatly organized by your needs. There's no longer any excuse to ignore this insanely important and world-changing information. If you are a knowledgeable crypto user already, please check out news.bitcoin.com, where you can get the latest headlines of all the news relevant to you. Bitcoin.com is your source for buying cryptocurrency, getting a wallet app, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news on a very slick and easy-to-use website. Please visit bitcoin.com. All right, so we mentioned at the end of the last segment, uh, what is a bull moose? And then furthermore, what strange things might be afoot at the bull moose, Conan? Well, a bull moose here in New England, I think that's pretty much all the states that they inhabit. It's basically a a media, an entertainment media store. Uh, They focus on, you know, movies, books, CDs. It's a a physical media store. And, and, And also a lot of retro uh, stuff that you're not going to get anywhere else, especially vinyl. They sell LPs, yeah. Yep, and uh, old video games and stuff. In fact, 
I've and I've only been in hours here, right here in Keene, one time, and me basically too. it was just to you know see how it it, it it reminded me of the good old days. But basically, I couldn't I just, believe they opened it. I, it actually replaced here in Keene a, a longtime video store, like a rental store, massive. Oh, wow. uh, they called it Video Headquarters, and it la- it lasted longer than Blockbuster did. Uh, they finally went out of business. Uh, what was it, like twenty sixteen or something like that? And then I couldn't believe like. Who's what? Gonna, who's gonna who is gonna shop at this place? Who's gonna? Right. Uh, why could you? Why would you want to open this? Because who's gonna shop there? Apparently, they're still in business, so you know the people tell are you, shopping. I there. tell you what, I have about four. I have a, I, th- I have three customers uh, in the town that I deliver, mm-hmm. uh, just just no, uh, north of us, and I swear they're getting. One guy's getting a vinyl. He's getting he's getting a stack of vinyl sometimes, but he's getting vinyl from all over the world. Delivered to him every single day. I don't even know where he's storing all nice. these. I think wow. I've de- I think I've delivered a, a vinyl record to him every single day of this year. Amazing. And a couple other customers who get it, and I'm like, is it, does it sound that much better? Because that's the whole that's thing. What they it's think, like, yeah. it's like right. it's got the sound, it's got the scratch, it's got the wobble, it's got that, it's got that tone that you can't, yeah. you're not going to get anywhere else. And I think there's some proof to this that the that the uh, uh, the the current producers of music these days have have uh, have basically created a sound. It's just it's just it sounds digital. It sounds studio. Yeah. Well, the digital domain captures exactly what is given to it, whereas the analog domain colors the sound a little bit at each stage of the recording production. Mm-hmm. And you are a pro at this sort of thing. You went to school. I, for I it, did right? go to school for audio engineering, and in fact, I learned analog technology mostly. Uh, when I went was in the early 90s, 92, 93. Yeah, uh, there wasn't so much for digital back the, then. Well, the digital domain was coming on, but yeah. it was mostly used for like mastering. Mm-hmm. And uh, they still they didn't invent non-destructive editing yet. So if you edited something and hit save, it would do the thing you instructed it to do. And it would take like overnight Mm, right mm. to make like an edit on a master you know you have the whole thing the whole song is done and you're like you know i want to cut out that one chorus well you could do that you could find the one chorus and just cut it out make the song shorter make it radio friendly or whatever that kind of a thing and then you'd hit save and then you'd come back the next day and hope that it was done and sometimes it wasn't because this was known as destructive editing in the digital domain and there was no undo at that time either so times have changed oh, yeah. these, these kids don't yeah. know the pain but now the di- yeah. of, of making a mixtape on a on a cassette player <laughs> right <laughs> but now the digital domain has gone so far as to emulate all of these analog things so you can actually get what they call an analog tape simulator as a an effect or a plug-in that you mm. can apply to your own recordings when you're doing multi-track recordings it is a, it is a good quality can you tell i mean it it act like you can crank it up to where you can hear all the crackles and everything that you would hear if you were to drop a needle on a on a record player right, right. so well that's what a bull moose is it's basically an entertainment store they're all over new england i don't know how far how far out they spread um but uh before I before we get into this actual article, yeah, there is there is an issue taking place in this country right now, where you have a lot of these youngsters, these these Zoomers and 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 young millennials getting out of college, getting out of school. They're going out to the workforce, and they're immediately trying to change everything. They're going to their boss and be, what, what do you mean you don't have a, a diversity uh, training group? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, uh, you, there, what, what do you mean? There's no three bathrooms. You know, one for you know the two genders and the other all the other genders. I mean, what's wrong with you? What's wrong? And then they get on the Twitter and they get on the TikTok and they and they get on their little their groups yeah. and they complain and they and they they start rocking the boat and then what happens? These employers. 
they give up. They give in. All the time. It, it, you, you can see it happening. Every every other news story is where some employer has decided to take the to take the, the Indian off of their butter box. Or to take the oh, yeah. t- or, t- right. or take the black girl yeah. off of their uh, their their syrup uh, a container. Aunt Jemima. Yeah. What the hell is going on yeah. here, Mrs. Well, Uncle Mrs. Ben? Mrs. Butterworth is pretty happy about that, though. Mm. No word from Mister Butterworth yet, though. <laughs> well, uh, and so this is a sad state of affairs where basically I see a bunch of young kids and some older woke uh, individuals who are basically rewriting history. Yeah, Eskimo and, and, pies. That's another one. Oh, right. Yeah. And 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 I find it bothersome. But every now and then, every now and then, and this article is going to prove it, an employer will fight back. He'll strike back. Here in New Hampshire, one of our bull mooses mm-hmm. in Salem, uh, basically uh, multiple former employees of the bull moose store in Salem, New Hampshire, say the entire staff was terminated this week. <laughs> Mass but- firing? following a dispute over the store's changing mask policy. Oh. Bull Moose is a retail chain in Maine and New Hampshire that sells music, movies, and video games in a variety of formats, as well as books and gifts. On Saturday, former employee Andrew Bove posted on Twitter, quote, Bull Moose has fired the entire staff of the Salem location because we disagreed with their decision to end the store's mask mandate in spite of there being a continuing pandemic. Hold wait, on now. Are wait, you sure? Wait, wait. Are, yeah. you, are you sure they fired the whole staff or closed the store? The way I heard is, I I had a radio in my cell in uh, in jail, so mm-hmm. I was able to hear like the mainstream. You're news. a big Boston Red Sox fan. No, uh, <laughs> but uh, but I was able to listen to you know the top of the hour news, and so I heard some of the local New Hampshire news. I was listening to uh, the station WEMJ that carries us in right, right. Laconia, and uh, and they were reporting on this story, and the way they reported it was that the store itself is actually being closed. Not that they just blew the whole staff out. They had supposedly denied that it had anything to do with the mask mandate. They're saying, you know, we're closing the store. Well, but- here's, here's the actual tweet from, from the store, man- okay. from store okay. management. Quote, we are sad to announce that we have temporarily closed our Salem store. Oh, temporary. We are not able to share the reasons behind our decision regarding the Salem store, mm. as it is important to us to protect the confidentiality of our former former employees interesting we can however say we are confident this decision was in the best interest of our customers employees and business as a whole we can also say empathetically emphatically that this decision has absolutely nothing to do with masks or face coverings for employees or customers the decision in itself is heartbreaking but we stand by it Wow. As the correct course of action to move the business forward for the community, that we is... apologize to the Greater Salem community for closing temporarily, and we will reopen the store as soon as we can with as many of these people as we can. So I guess they will, they've offered okay. to rehire some of them back, but they also called them former employees. Wow. We sincerely hope that you remain our customers. Now, I actually saw some video. WMUR yeah. actually had some video of this. That's and, uh, Boston and, television, or not uh, Manchester, Manchester, and, thank the, you, and the two employees they had on there. You could tell they were. They were woke, mm. young, colorful hair, piercings, tattoos, probably, and whatnot. Probably moved here from Massachusetts. I, I, I and, they, and they claimed that it was because they were questioning the new mask policy, which is, if you hadn't noticed, a lot of people, a lot of the country are waking back up, at least the ones that are on the right side of history, in my opinion. They're saying, you know what? It's over. Take the stupid mask off. You don't have to wear them in our stores anymore. Go ahead. And Bull Moose did that, and their silly employees didn't like that and they decided Mm. to complain about it and now they're jobless former employees 
Good luck. 603-283-6160. Have you been fired because you didn't like the masks? More Free Talk Live coming up. Breaking weather news. Belize is sunny and around 82 degrees every day this week. What's the forecast for your life? If current politics and economic prospects are cramping your freedom, escape to the tropics. ECI Development has affordable second homes for you to own or rent in Belize and other tropical countries. Places with stable governments and growing economies. Secure your freedom now. To find out more, send an email to ftl at ecidevelopment.com. Free Talk Live. What day is it? Is it Tuesday? Uh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Conan, you're, you're Tuesday, right? It's Tuesday? I know we had you on a different day for a minute, you, too. You so. screwed up my whole week last week. I didn't know where I was. Nice. But now I do. Now I'm back in reality. Tuesdays. And pretty soon it's going to be topless Tuesdays because it's getting warm oh, out yeah. there. Getting yeah, hot. Let's get banned from some video services. <laughs> <laughs> it is Free Talk Live. If you would like to join us in this ongoing conversation that we have seven nights a week between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern, you can call 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Ian. And Conan. I just want to say again, it's nice to have you back in the It's nice studio. having you back again. Thanks, dudes. Yeah, uh, <sighs> really wish you didn't cut the beard, at least for a couple of days. That would yeah. that was epic. It, it was, that was your freedom-fighting beard, man. It was it's a like they pulled ass beard, man. It was <laughs> it's like early. the soldiers pulled you out of a hole somewhere. You'd been locked up, you know, hiding also, under, underground, eating tarantulas for a whole for you know for a whole six months. Like I know how old you are, but like it didn't show in the beard. You had the beard of a younger man. It had some white hairs in it. Not actually. much, though. You know what I mean? Just a couple here and there. It wasn't like you know, mine's all. But now we got to get you. Pretty we we got to get the rest uh, cropped because you're, you're a little. Yeah, you're that's little, coming next. Bonnie's going to take care of that. You're not. Gonna, you're not balanced. Yeah, I thought you were going for <laughs> cornrows or something. <laughs> that is the thing they do in jail. Usually on women, though. I think. Oh, all right. Uh, so. Speaking of Ian Freeman, on March 16th of 2021, terrorists calling themselves government agencies conspired together and raided the Free Talk Live studio, the Bitcoin embassy, the homes of Ari Demetso, Renee and Andy Spinella, and Colleen Fordham. Six people were arrested. We refer to these people as the Crypto Six. They were all kidnapped, taken into custody, put behind bars, whatever you want to call it. Up until yesterday, Ian Freeman and nobody both remained in custody. Nobody is still in custody, and we had an update a little earlier in the show. If you missed it, uh, check out uh, the rebroadcast or listen to the show again over at freetalklive.com about a half hour after we're done with this program. What can you do to help the Crypto 6? Well, visit thecrypto6.com. There's a bunch of information and links up there. There's multiple ways in which you can donate to the Legal Defense Fund because the charges these people face are not a joke. 
It's going to take some serious legal teams and many experts to protect the Crypto 6 from further aggression from the state. This case is very likely to set precedent that will affect the world of cryptocurrency for decades to come. You can help them in their fight for liberty and financial freedom by visiting thecrypto6.com. Again, thecrypto6.com. I'm going to have to revise that. Yeah, uh, thanks to uh, whoever it is that's being, you know, helping out out there in whatever way uh, they possibly can. I know uh, whoever it is that's behind that website and somebody's making T-shirts and Dave Ridley is out walking across New Hampshire for most of a month. I'm sorry, you mean Bitcoin Gandhi. Bitcoin Gandhi, that's right. BitcoinGandhi.net. Amazing. He looks incredible. He's giving updates on the Telegram channels, on the Crypto 6 uh, Telegram channels. In full character. Amazing. He's maintained full character the entire time. You know, I assume that he doesn't talk to himself in the end, but maybe he does. He might. He might. I don't know, but it is an amazing feat of activism, in my opinion. Uh, I can't say enough about him. Uh, he calls in from time to time and gives us updates here on Free Talk Live when he's Great. in an area. With, in character. You know, in, uh, completely yeah. in character. In fact, uh, he has a, a, a sort of a, a reinvented name for myself, you know, because I have such a long, you know, I, the Lord, Doctor, Reverend, Captain, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. When he calls in, he goes, hello, Mr. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, uh, his brother actually called in last week and uh Believe it or not, he sounds normal. How about that? Gandhi has a brother? He does. Oh, Gandhi. Bitcoin Gandhi. Oh, the, sorry. I was like, just Gandhi. <laughs> I actually just started um, the book that I was reading. I read a lot of books when I was in jail. Lots of them. Thank you to everybody that sent books in. Uh, fiction, nonfiction. Um, nonfiction, I think, was more you know the most interesting and useful, but uh, I enjoyed the fiction as well that folks sent. And the book I was reading right before I got out, I just had just started it, was uh, a Gandhi book about his uh, form of civil disobedience and non-cooperation, which he called Satyagraha. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but uh, it also means sort of like soul force, as he called it, or love force. The idea that you don't use violence against your quote-unquote enemies, that you show them that, you know, show them that forgiveness and love and uh understanding as much as you possibly can and you know, by the, by no means am, am i you know through the book but it's yeah. certainly something that uh, many of us here have have studied over time generally and and have tried to put into effect because it's easy to get mad you know when people are, are attacking you and destroying your life and um arresting your friends and your family members and yep. threatening them with years in uh, behind bars um but it's you know it's hard to remember that those are just they're people, you know, and they uh, maybe they were hurt at some point or for whatever reason they're they're lashing out and they made choices that you didn't make in life and, and they're where they're at and they're doing what they're doing. And it's it's difficult to not take it personally and to, uh, you know, to engage in, in forgiveness and and then be willing to uh, to be seen under their you know, whatever punishment, whatever the punishments are and, and suffer uh, for the purpose of hopefully changing minds, hearts and minds, not just hearts and minds of people who are observing, but the hearts and minds of the of the oppressor, right. of the people who are doing the uh, the oppressing. It's it's no easy task. I was told uh, along those lines that apparently nobody uh, who was able to get, uh, I don't know, the yard time or whatever they call it, uh, that he 
had a bit of a band of followers for philosophy and that kind of thing. Mm. Like while he's in there, he's doing exactly that. He's you know trying to reach out to people who are incarcerated for whatever reasons and get them along the lines of the philosophies of freedom. Well, that's good, uh, because one of the things that nobody and I had disagreed on a number of times before uh, the arrests was how to respond to the violence of the state. Right. And I don't think he's changed his uh, perspective on that. I would like to hear that he has uh, in that case. Um, But, you know, Gandhi was a believer in nonviolence and a believer in peaceful uh, action. And uh, violence does beget violence and violence, you know, represses even if even if in the moment it appears to stop a thing mm-hmm. like you know there's defensive violence which i i'm fine with but sure. to just go out and attack you know the state agents or something i'm against that and when you attack a thing when you use violence as your tool to try to change things you may succeed for a moment in or some amount of time in suppressing whatever the other side is but it's likely that they will just redouble their efforts and get you know even angrier and then come back at you and that's what we see with like the republicans and democrats yep. constantly going back and forth and attacking each other uh and, back yeah oh. it never stops the cycle just keeps on going someone has to break that cycle and that's what gandhi i think was trying to uh to do well and and like the things that and i support that the things that i enjoy about this particular program even before i i made the move to new hampshire was that this program was about peace prosperity love you know those types of things were frequently espoused on this program yeah uh, and so you know that was a draw for me and you know we have this peace sign flag hanging up here in the back of the studio for those watching on the cameras um and you know, it was kind of down for a while, and I, you know, I noticed that it was down. And you know, after they took you guys away, I was like, "No, we're we're going to make sure that things up every day because uh, that is something that I think a lot of folks have yet to take to heart, which is philosophies of peace versus the philosophies of freedom." So, I appreciate what you have to say. Yeah, I, this is all good, and I think that most people, most human beings, are capable of of learning from from these good. Uh, you know, the, the, these loving your neighbor types. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you got that 3%. You have those psychopaths who yeah. are just, who are just not wired. They are, a, they are a, uh, they're on another level well, and, man, and you, you can't fix them. A man that's truly free isn't a pushover. A man that's truly free is a dangerous man who is in control of what he does and his own actions. That's my opinion. 603-283-6160. More free talk live on the way. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in tonight. This is Free Talk Live. The telephone number, if you'd like to join us, is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me, it's Ian. And Conan. Freedom's Phoenix is a liberty-oriented news aggregation site. Do you want the newest and freshest stories and perspective on current events from those who value liberty? 
freedomsphoenix.com has it. Their daily dispatch is the best way to stay up to date on science, technology, historical findings, liberty news, government overspending, and the rise of the police state. That's freedoms with an S, phoenix.com. Visit freedomsphoenix.com. All right, so we kind of got off track with a bunch of stuff, but we were discussing bull moose and some employees that got fired, apparently. This is a media store. They sell physical media. They have. uh, I just pulled up the Wikipedia on it. They've been around since 1989. They were founded by Brett Wickard, Wickard, however you want to pronounce that. They're headquartered in Portland, Maine, and they have 11 locations. So they're a small- It's New England, North New England, I think. uh, Maine and New Hampshire. Right. So there, you know, eleven locations is a small chain. Yep, but well, it's still a chain nonetheless. The way that I the way that I read this, and I've I've looked up a couple of different articles to try to get some different angles, and the the employees think that they were fired because they were questioning the new mask policy that went into effect yesterday, or would have gone into effect mm. if the store hadn't closed on Friday. Do, do we? Does the article mention what the old policy was, and then the new policy? What? No, it doesn't, but I, I'm assuming it's like every other store where customers and employees all have to be masked up and uh, practice social distancing if, if, if possible. Right. Now, the, the, the two uh, individuals that I saw on WMUR last night, uh, that's, that was their uh, uh, idea. The reasonings behind their firing was because they were questioning and rocking the boat. Throwing and, a tamp- tantrum. And throwing a little tantrum. And oh, can I? If someone comes without a mask, uh, can I? Can I push them off to the next uh, cashier? And well, uh, and it seems that they were. That seems that they have a company email, uh, kind of a group chat kind of a thing. And sure. I, I haven't experienced this. I don't know if any of you guys have been in a, a company big enough where they actually have these huge company wide group emails mm, oh, where, yeah. where no, people I've, people yep. get in there and they start throwing things around. They start complaining about sounds awful. They start complaining about uh, Freaky Friday dress up day or something like that because it's I don't know it's racist for some reason because everything is racist these yep. days. I haven't experienced them so I don't know hmm. what's going on. Obviously they've had they have one of these and I'm thinking I'm thinking management uh, got a good idea what was what was going to take place. From all of these angry texts and emails back and forth and group chats, uh, because uh, I because they because they swear up and down the Twitter on the on their on their on their Twitter post that it wasn't about the masks. So what was it about? Why did they fire twenty employees? It's a good why question. did they Why did they close the store? We'll maybe com- maybe we'll talk about my ideas and what really happened here. We will. But first, let's go to the phones. We've got Ingrid calling from. I forget Ingrid. Where are you calling from? Maryland. Maryland, thank you. And what's on your mind tonight, Ingrid? Um, court li- listener, and I wanted to tell you that since I know that you're black from the internet. Um, so I was looking at court listener, um, since you know I'm involved with the Christopher Campbell case. And when you were named as an interested party for his case, then the next I-, I found out about it and I posted about it on Facebook. And then the next day, that's when you were busted by the FBI. But I don't think it's anything involved with that. When you say it was known the, by the as an interested party, what is that referring to? I'm not sure what that means. Uh, um, that you got like a financial interest in like Camel stuff. I don't have and any. I, what is, I don't even know what that means. I know. What does that even mean? I, I don't know. I, I, I just posted about it 
So this was, was hold like, on, just to follow what you're calling. saying here, this is news to me, Ingrid. You're saying that after Christopher Cantwell, a former co-host here who we actually had to fire uh, because he became a racist uh, years ago, and uh, that's, you know, without re- recapping ago. all of the, the history, but uh, Chris Cantwell, who was sentenced to several years in prison for having a Telegram chat with another r- racist online, a ridiculous case. Uh, he was definitely a, a political prisoner. I mean, I don't support what he said, but I, you know, I don't think he should have been put in prison over it. Um, are you saying that after he was sentenced in January of this year, that they then some um, subsequently named me as some sort of interested financial interest? Yes, they named it as an interested party, and I posted it on Facebook. And then the next day, that's when the Crypto Six got busted by the FBI. Wow. That's no lie, because Melanie and, I've, and I, I think maybe one other person commented a thread. Because huh. I was just joking at the time about the Pokemon coins. I have no idea what that could even mean. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, just unaware really of any weird. of that. That's, and just on weird. a brief note, um, Chris is currently in Mississippi, so yeah. and he's very happy that you got it out, Ian. So. Oh, cool. All right. Take care. Send him my best. Thank you, uh, Ingrid. I have no idea what the financial interest in Christopher Cantwell. Does that mean that I had his wallet here at the house? Because (laughs) you you did did help clean his house out. I helped clean his house out. Yeah. And that, you know, cost me four days of my life. (laughs) So so no good deed goes unpunished. Apparently the the prophecy fulfills itself. I don't know what that's That's supposed to mean. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have any finances right, at the end. Yeah. I mean, he he owed his attorney money. Right. Uh, he had a civil case, and he couldn't afford to pay pay his attorney for that. He, I, you know, I went and helped clean his house out, and we shipped some of the stuff down to Ingrid. That's his girlfriend, uh, or was, or whatever. I don't know what their current status is, sure. but uh, I don't get it. That's weird. Yeah, I, I don't... Like, she's trying to tie that to... Somehow the day of the raid, and I don't know that those my, things have my status to do with, with each other. With Chris Cantwell is that I care about him. I think he's a tortured soul who I love him, you know, as yeah. a as a as a minister of a of peace, and I want to express that compassion towards him. That's my relationship with with Christopher Cantwell, right? Yeah, like any other minister would have, yeah, right, with with a part of their congregation <laughs> or whatever, right? Yeah, it's it's interesting Weird. that. That she somehow feels that that's connected to the crypto six. Who knows? In some way, um, that day, you know, is still. I mean, I can't believe it's been seventy days. It's still crisp. I'm sure in your mind oh, yeah. as well as everybody else uh, surrounding. You know, anything to do with this show or you know your acquaintances and uh, the acquaintances of the other five people uh, are still shaken. Um, I know. I was talking to Colleen not too long ago, and she's like. I now understand what like people feel like when they get violated in other ways, mm. you know, like by a rapist or something like that. She's like, because you know, you keep playing it over in your mind, and you keeps know, coming you back th- to you. keeps coming back to you, and and all this kind of thing. And I just, you know, like, for our listeners out there, there is no victim in any of this that I can see. I don't see any victim, and so if there's no victim, you mean in the crypto six in the case. crypto six case? Yes, thank you. Uh, in the crypto six case, I, I see no victim at all. Uh, and in fact, I see people interacting voluntarily of their own volition uh, all the way across the board. So it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, the law used to maintain some semblance of, hey, look, if no persons or property were harmed, then there was no crime. That obviously is not the case today. 603-283-6160. More of your calls and Free Talk Live is on the way. 
A newly recruited search and rescue officer, Marshall Hunter was resigned to a life of rescuing wayward spacefarers and derelict satellites. But when a billionaire couple goes missing, his own ship is disabled during the rescue. With communication satellites suddenly failing and lunar mineral shipments disappearing in transit, the crew suspects it's more than a coincidence, and Hunter must choose between salvation and sacrifice to save his crewmates and their civilian charges. Frontier by Patrick Childs and BingBooks.com Come on and tune in to Free Talk Live. Yeah, you can have your voice heard on hundreds of radio stations, the internet globally, and even some satellite channels if you dial 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160 is the number for you to call. We've got a call standing by. We'll get to that momentarily. In the studio tonight, I'm your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me, it's Ian. And Conan. And Conan, I do want to hear about your thoughts on the bull moose situation with their employees. But we've got TJ the Spy holding. TJ, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? It's good to be with you. And Ian, I hope you're walking the straight and narrow. And hey, thankful that you're out now. Thanks, TJ. Uh, it was uh, nice getting a letter from you in jail. Well, I tried my best. I can answer uh, Ingrid's question. You were named as an interested party in the Cantwell case because you refused to wear a mask. And so that's what that whole interested party, if you Google your name on Court Listener, uh, it'll pull up that case, and that's oh, what that is so, about. So she, she had her timing in the Cantwell case. So she had her timing off. She was saying that she had posted about my supposed interested party status in March of this year. So months after I had actually tried to attend the trial, and then I just so with the studio having to get raided. So she was connecting one to the next, which probably one didn't yeah. have anything to do with it. It probably other. is just a simple, you know, miss, you know, coincidence. But, yeah. you know, I don't know if it feels good to be out of jail having to, like, submit to all their conditions. And no. poor Matt had to surrender all his guns, I heard. So yep. it's like... <laughs> no, uh, he had to he had to remove the guns. He actually didn't have to surrender them because... Did he get them back yet? Uh, he never... They never took them from him. Right. He was able to just relocate huh? them. Yeah. Roger They're that. in Roger. foster okay, care I, I, well, currently. Foster, well, I do have some care. good news. I have a Bitcoin mascot from Mascot Makers in uh, London. They... Uh, make these wonderful mascots but it's a giant bitcoin mascot says government money sucks and uh so that'll be coming to the trial i'll be uh, attending the trial i won't be able to get into the court but you know it definitely has the giant you know jumbo hand gloves and Amazing. i think you'll like it bonnie has a picture of it Oh, that is so cool. Wait, 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 describe this thing. You say a mascot, but what? Like, just, it looks like, does it look like a Bitcoin? Like, yeah. you're talking about like you know, f- giant, giant foam boots, giant foam hands. It's a giant Bitcoin that says, you know, government money sucks in Bitcoin we trust. Huh. And that's a giant Bitcoin logo and some eyes and a hat and... You've seen you know, this thing uh, online already, Conan. You've seen the Bitcoin guy. Yeah. It's a round golden coin with the giant B logo, a couple of eyes and the squiggly arms and the squiggly legs with the white shoes. I just, I, I, and are you going to be wearing this thing? Yep. Sure awesome. I am. That's amazing. Uh, well, let's, let's hope the trials are during winter. <laughs> let's hope we don't have a trial and they drop all the charges. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even uh, better. But, even better. Uh, and then you could, you know, you could still wear it though, right? 
Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I'm hoping it's going to ship in a few weeks. I mean, they're busy making it right now. I mean, they said it was going to take six weeks to make it, and I said, go ahead and if it increases the chance of an acquittal or them dropping the charges by 5 or 10%, I figure it was worth it. Well, so, you know, you may be backed it, up by Bitcoin Gandhi on the scene as well. We may have a whole, uh, whole crew. It'll be like the super friends, except different. <laughs> uh, That's TJ, amazing. Are you, yeah. going, are you going to, like, I understand that you're explaining this mascot that you're making to be you know sort of for the trial the crypto six all that kind of thing but it seems to me that you could probably be this mascot at like some other types of sure. gatherings around you know yeah at least yeah, the ne- tried, at least the like, next I halloween it, you know if i had roger ver level money i would have had several like a monero mascot and a dash mascot and the cryptocurrencies could get into a little tussle in front of the courthouse <laughs> but you know, I have a limited budget, so I just said, well, let's make the Bitcoin mascot, and he can hand out literature, hold signs across the street. I scoped out the courthouse, okay. and there's a two-hour parking right across the street at the cafe. So if I am on a trailer or on a camper van or whatever, the feds can't touch us there because that's <laughs> off the courthouse property. Right, right. Amazing. That's amazing. What else can you tell us? Anything? Um, we're probably, uh, it's going to be about six months, but the stuff that got stolen from the first FBI raid back in 2016 will be coming back to us soon. I, wow. I won't tell say more than that, but we'll be getting it back in about six months. Amazing. Wow. Well, I'm glad to hear you're getting it back, but you know, I mean, 2016, really? That's the government well, for you. <laughs> better, better late than never. Hey, thanks for your expertise, and uh, that's really cool about the Bitcoin uh, guy. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Bitcoin mascot, yeah. Amazing. Thanks for the call, TJ. Uh, I love that guy. (laughs) Yeah, TJ. The mascot thing just has me cracking up inside already, because I just imagine what it's going to look like when he shows up at a scene. I don't even, you know, he could just show up at like a random play, a flea market or something wearing that thing, and if he's handed out pamphlets or something, I mean, that's good for... You know, uh, make a tour of the Federal Reserve headquarters. Oh, that'd be great! Yeah, jump into a van and drive all around. Sure, you know, videotape yourself and get a following, get a little YouTube thing going on or whatever. That'd be fun. Or sorry, a library thing. You know, that might be a thing that people would would donate towards. I mean, he was talking about a limited budget, but uh, I mean, I don't know who's in charge of the Crypto Six website. I have no idea, but that might be something that they might want to you know put some contribution towards. Yeah. Um. I think that it's really not. There's nobody really in charge of it. Okay. There's well, a, there's somebody's, a couple, there's somebody's a couple taking of donations. People, no, there. No, no, no. <laughs> as far as like the donations are yeah. are all you know dialed into it. But as far as the site is concerned, mm-hmm. you want to make a change of the site. Yeah. It's kind of been somewhat crowdsourced. There okay. Is, good. There is a certain person that like has you know credentials yeah. to go make a change. So I'll point you in that direction off air. Of course. Okay. You probably already know who it is, but. Um, Outside of that, it's been really a community effort, Great. which has really been a heartwarming thing. Like all this crap that's been going, you know, surrounding the Crypto Six, it's all been horrible. But the outpour of support, not only f- people who you know helped create the website, the people who've donated, the the listeners, and all that kind of thing, but the community has come together in a way that is really heartwarming to see. So, uh, unfortunately, too bad it had to take, you know, it takes this <laughs> kind of raids. A, yeah, it takes terrorists destroying property for victimless crimes for that to occur. But at least it does occur. And that makes me feel positive about humanity in general.
So. Yeah. All right. You know, Bull Moose, Conan. Bull Moose, the big question of the, of the evening is why did they fire 20 employees? Why did they close their store? Temporarily, uh, they're Temporarily. Saying. They say they're going to reopen with, with maybe some of the uh, previous uh, employees. Uh, why do they do this? Some of the employees think it's because they were upset about their, their new mask policy, which was going to uh, allow us us lepers back into the store and not ha- and, th- and not be masked up. How and- many companies are changing their policy? Because what we're seeing happen in the news, at least I've heard, that states, even Massachusetts at the end of this month, is wiping away all their mandates. Massachusetts. Well, the, the Keene mandate is set to expire on June 1st. Okay, so a lot so, of these things are coming down yeah. within the next week. And, 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 but, and, but how many stores are going to keep their current rules? That's my question, independently. It's a real good question. Yeah. I know that some stores that open up, like, for example, Tractor Supply, where mm-hmm. I, I shop frequently or used to, uh, they were one of the first stores to actually implement a, a mask policy in this area hmm. uh, before the state had said anything. And I was like, all right, well, I'm not shopping with you guys anymore. And, but that's uh, the but, way but, it should but, have but, been. But, but they've already lifted theirs uh, mm-hmm. Last week, so I was able to go in there and 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 you know give some give some of my money to them because uh, they weren't they weren't being idiots anymore. I, I live a little bit outside of Keene, where you know the statewide mandate has been lifted, and so it's not required, particularly where I grocery shop, and everybody's still masked. Yeah. Everybody, no, everybody. I, I mean, st- I still see them on motorcycles. I still see them on bicycles. You there's, know, wa- there's a running few runners down the, down dirt paths with masks on. It's like it's, it hasn't stopped. But your question is who, which stores are going to uh, yeah, what percentage? get rid of this? It depends on it. It's basically at this moment in time, it's it's politics. Yeah. How do they how did they vote? If they voted for Trump, they're well, going to lift their their mask. Uh, what mandates. do their customers think? Because some people are going to pander if they feel like most of their customers are the Freddy Cat types. Yeah. Then they're going to pander to them. I'm surprised Bull Moose uh, was one of the first to lift their mandate because I thought they might lean a certain way because of their customer base. But I don't. I don't think we'll start to see real progress with people demasking until employees stop wearing the mask. More free talk live is on the way. Did you know that you're listening to Free Talk Live? What? I know. It's a pretty cool live call-in radio talk program where you can call, talk about anything that's on your mind. I really enjoyed listening the few times I was able in uh, in jail. <laughs> when you weren't uh, otherwise listening to the Boston Red Sox. I wasn't listening to the Red Sox, <laughs> but that's what they had on the air every other night. Like- how do they? Uh, I mean, you, so this was community radio. You had to fight around no, with other people. No, we broadcast. Uh, there's uh, the Pulse of New Hampshire, which is a three-station simulcast or trimalcast uh, in three different cities in New Hampshire. Trimalcast. Um, one of the one of those stations. So, so the radio was set to one station. No, no. no in uh, in jail, you can get a little radio. You pay twenty bucks to the commissary. You get a radio, and then you can listen to whatever stations can make it through the concrete walls. And this transmitter's near enough to where you know if you've got the radio in the right place. There's certain places where there's dead spots, but oh, most did of you my have stuff. to go old school and get like some tin foil. No, or, no. Okay. No. All right. 
but I was able to listen. But unfortunately, you know, the cross we bear being a nighttime show is on stations that have sports. Right. We get preempted. Mm. Yeah. So what he's trying to say is he was in the broadcast area. Good. That's correct. Yes. Well, I'm glad it was a, 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 a comfortable 69 days. Well, I only got to listen probably four out of the, the six. I'm surprised you days. had. I know what I would be doing. I'd be just doing. I'd be exercising all day. I didn't do exercises all day, but I did do exercise and well, uh, read a lot of books. And like, didn't they? Like, you were you know walking around and doing your sure. mantras, and, and didn't they put you in like medical because they thought you were like you thought that they thought you were crazy or something? I don't know what they thought, like, um, but you know, like. Probably not that many people do, you know, walking meditations and and mantras at the, you know, while they're in jail. Usually yeah. they're they're you usually they're screaming about something or yelling in some way, banging on a door. So you uh, your behavior was not that of the average everyday in criminal. It was probably atypical, I yeah. would guess. Yeah, that's that's great to hear. Actually, yeah, yeah. Um, I got out of medical after like four or five days. Okay. They claimed when I was when they were taking me there, I asked them about it. Yeah. And you know they'll lie if they need to, but uh, they claimed that oh we're out of room in processing, so we will take you to the medical bay. Yeah. Were you in, you were in isolation the whole time too, right? Uh, twenty three hour lockdown. Yeah. Because you wouldn't wear a mask and go to again. They didn't public. say they didn't say that, uh, but presumably most mm. of the time. So in in the jails in New Hampshire, and I don't know if it's the same way in other states, but. Due to COVID, uh, they're quarantining people who come into the jail for 14 days. Wow. So, interestingly, if you are, let's say you, you're you put in jail, and this happened to one of the guys that was uh, in the block that I was on for the most of the time that I was there. Yeah. Uh, this young guy was in there. He was, most of the court hearings are happening via uh, Zoom. Zoom or whatever, right. WebEx. Uh, but for whatever reason, he was called physically to court. Well, he'd already gone through the 14-day quarantine. Well, guess what happened when he came back into jail? Another 14 days? Another 14-day quarantine. Right. Oh, God. So, so uh, anyway, they uh, they put me in the 23-hour lockdown, presumably because I have a medical exemption to wearing masks, and so therefore... Did they, did uh, they insist on seeing that exemption? Um, well, I didn't have it with me, but I told him my doctor's name Yeah, if they wanted to call what, him. What was the jail's policy on vaccinations? Uh, they were offering them actually. How many people were? How many people were jumping on jumping at the opportunity? Hard to say. Obviously, I didn't get statistics from the jail, but uh, you know, it seemed like at least half. I don't remember if we covered it or not, but there was uh, some jails that were offering reduced time if you got <laughs> the shot. Yep. Wow. Well, I mean, it, uh, so yeah that is happening across the country there are municipalities who are who are doing just that yeah. uh, to incentivize the the jab well interesting uh, or or a lottery and or donuts i've heard of all those things i mean even here on, even here in our station they at the rate all the radio stations have uh like uh, like drawings whatnot Some sort of incentive yeah. you show your uh your vaccine uh profile pic yeah uh, share it on our facebook page and we'll put you in the drawing in, for you know this lottery or whatnot. Yeah, like Ohio's doing a million dollars a day for five days. Paid for by the federal government uh, money. Oh, yeah. Know, we're we're paying. Oh, well, not, we're not paying for it, I mean, but, yeah, our gran- but our grandchildren are. And, you know, something else that. No, you're paying for it. They're printing it out. Well, I mean, but I'm not going to pay it back. Well, uh, yeah, but they're taking it out of your, your savings if you have any savings. Yeah, or they're printing it out of thin That's air. what they're doing. Right, yeah. they're, they're inflating the money supply. Yeah. 
I mean, we know that more than 20% of the United States dollars, USD as we refer to them, or dirty war money. Was printed last year? Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah, more than 20%. Depends who you ask. Some people said more, yeah, like 30. Yeah, more. Uh, yeah. but more than, everybody agrees yeah. that's more than 20, or yeah. at least 20, if not more. So one-fifth, if yeah. not one-quarter, of all the dollars in existence. And we have and a, that includes the, the digital, yes. you yes. know. Credit card money and loans and things like that. Right. Now, we haven't yet felt the effect of that. The effect of that. Oh, yeah, we have. Have you, well, seen we the, have. have you seen the price of we have, GPUs? I'm just have saying. Have you seen the price of lumber? It's not getting any better. People no. think, oh, this is, oh, you know, lumber went up a little bit. My, went the up price a lot. Of, oh, yeah. The price of my chicken went up a little bit. They're saying that, like, people at the grocery store who eat meat have been most affected. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far. But no, this is not an ending thing. This is going to continue for our listeners out there who are not aware of what happens when you start chugging away at the money printer going, right? What happens is the dollars that you currently have become worth less and less. And the result that you see is that everything costs more dollars to acquire. This is called inflation. When it happens really fast, it's called hyperinflation. Yep. And we haven't seen the end of it yet. In fact, it's only going to get worse because the Federal Reserve and the United States government cannot stop doing it. I think they want to break it. This is all this is all this is all about the build back better plan. This is to get everyone in their pockets, to get control of everything. They have to break the system first. This and is, this is boot camp. They want to scare people out of cryptocurrency as well. So look at the Crypto 6 case. Look at also, I heard another headline recently that uh, uh, Biden, IRS, they're, they're cracking down even harder than they ever have. They now have questions on tax forms about Every, every news uh, station crypto. is, is uh, reporting on the, uh, the environmental effects of, of, mine, of mining and of, uh, of uh, processing transactions. Is, you, know, you can run a whole country off the the the, the energy it costs to run bitcoin that's that, so there's yeah absolutely scaremongering is yep. going on and oh and you got tesla you got you got elon what the hell is he doing this scammer yeah i mean trying is well, he trying then, is he trying to support the system or is he trying to do his own dirty works knows? and then something that aria has pointed out that has really sort of hit home to me is the discrepancy between the people collecting the unemployment with the bonuses and the the covid money on top of the stimulus package and all that mm-hmm. and that there's a whole bunch of people who are hiring for jobs that they can't fill because you got a bunch of people making more money or as much money there's no incentive to go back there's to no work incentive. I mean, you, what are you going to make another hundred bucks? And people, yeah. people say things like, "Well, then they just need to pay more to hire people." And the they difference, are. the difference between the government and a private business is that the business must first earn the money mm. before they can pay a higher wage, whereas the government can just print it out of thin frickin' air and hand it to people. Absolutely, which is exactly. So now you've created a competition that doesn't exist in the natural market. I heard on uh, one of the local morning shows on the local station I was listening to, yeah. they interviewed a chef out of California. Now, it's California, okay? So <laughs> it's already on its way down. It probably doesn't compare to where you live, but the dude, dude said he was paying upwards of $25 an hour for a dishwasher position. I, I don't dispute that. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that. You know, the West Coast is... Yeah. It's one of those places where they really get it first with the way they're set up, right? With as, um, you know, whatever the government policies, whatever you want to call them, you know, we call them the left coast. Hand, handouts. Handouts, all that kind of thing. Plus, Subsidies. Yeah, plus with the way the West Coast has boomed be, as a result of technology, 
right, adds to all of that, right? Because now all of a sudden you got a whole bunch of people making, you know, greater, or you did at least coming into it, right? The the dawn of the internet and all the dot coms and all that got all these areas like Seattle and San Francisco to boom. And so now you had a concentration of people who were making more money on their salaries that you don't have in other places. That contributes to it as well. Right. So it's just a big mess. If you're in either of those places, and I lived in Seattle for 22 years, uh, and I do not regret my decision to come to New Hampshire in any way, shape, or form. My life has transformed in so many ways uh, that I can't even begin. Don't to move list here unless you're, you. if you're going to bring your bad policies with you. Otherwise, right. you're welcome. Of course, I don't know if you're going to be able to buy anything because there's <laughs> nothing available. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, I the houses are being built. That's one thing. The when I first moved here. Nothing, nothing new is being built. Mm. You know, you, you, a company might put a new gas station up or something here and there, but as far as like homes, single family homes, right, yeah. nothing was being built. Yeah. Now, in the area where I deliver, there are there are a dozen homes, brand spanking new homes that are being built as wow. we speak, and they're all out of staters who've moved in yeah, sure. from wherever. And and, sold. And, you, and considering the price of lumber, not only did they buy real estate that was already above Inflated, and beyond, yeah. but now they're building homes that are above and beyond. So you Ooh, know, boy. you know, people are hurting out there. More free talk lives on the way. Carl Watner, longtime proponent of a voluntary society, died last December. You may have seen his articles published on his website, voluntarius.com, in his newsletter, The Voluntarist, The Mises Institute, or elsewhere over the last 40 years. His newest book, I Must Speak Out, Volume 2, The Best of the Voluntarist, is now available via Liberty Under Attack Publications. This 430-page second volume spans the years of 2000 through 2020 and includes articles by Carl Watner, Hans Hermann Hoppe, Carl Hess, Benjamin Tucker, George H. Smith, Lysander Spooner, Pete Ayer, Joyce Brand, and many others. I Must Speak Out is for the newly initiated, the veteran voluntarist, or anywhere in between. Buy the book now at libertyunderattack.com slash voluntarist. For more great content on building a voluntary society and for Carl's extensive archives, check out voluntarist.com. Free Talk Live. Our number three is underway here at Free Talk Live. The telephone number, if you'd like to join us, is 603 283 6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass, joining me. And it's Conan. We lost Ian. He's getting a haircut finally. I think he yeah. I think he got enough flack from you guys in the comments. Give him a hard time over his hair. He just got out of jail, man. Leave the guy alone. He's getting his he's finally getting his hair. He's been talking to people and doing uh, you know, making making up for lost time, being in jail for sixty nine days. Uh, he's finally, uh, they he's put his foot down. He's going to take care of that uh, that weird out Yankovic uh, mop on his head, and uh, hopefully he comes back down. And Bonnie does a good job. I think she's I think she's got skills. Yeah, he was abducted, but like in a good way. Yes, a good way. <laughs> this is this is yes. Every man out there would be very happy to 
uh, be abducted to, in the same be, way to be yes. to be welcomed back into the life and uh, and abduct, abducted once again as you put it uh, in a good way uh speaking of which on march 16th of 2021 i call these people terrorists you might know them as government agencies they conspired and got together and raided the free talk live studio where we're at currently they raided the bitcoin embassy they raided the homes of Arya Demetso, Renee and Andy Spinella, and Colleen Fordham. They also raided the Mighty Moose Mart. It's a freaking convenience store. A small one at that. So at any rate, uh, six people were arrested. We call these people the Crypto Six. They were otherwise kidnapped, as you might call it, taken into custody. Uh, Ian Freeman just got out of jail yesterday after nearly 70 days. And nobody, the person named nobody, formerly Rich Paul, is still in custody. What can you do to help? Well, you can visit thecrypto6.com. There's multiple ways where you can donate to their legal defense fund because these charges are not a joke. It's going to take some serious legal teams, and it's going to take many experts to protect the Crypto 6 from further aggression from the state for activities that don't seem to have a victim. This case is very likely to set precedent that will affect the world of cryptocurrency for decades to come. You can help them in their fight for liberty and financial freedom by visiting thecrypto6.com. Again, thecrypto6.com. All right. Uh, Conan, are we done with Bull Moose? Yeah, I never did get to the point, though. <laughs> well, get to your point. Then we're not done. Okay, so why did they fire these employees? Here's what I think. I had to go to another another uh, uh, outlet, Boston.com, mm-hmm. and they say, hey, check it out. Uh, by the way, the employees were uh, having conversations with the labor union, mm-hmm. a labor union, uh, and, and uh, a labor attorney about their rights that they said were being violated uh, by this by this company by this new policy, Ooh. and so so you had the three. It's they, the company says it wasn't about masks, uh, they, and it could have been about these this, these angry back and forths between the employees and the employers. And I and, and I I don't know about you, but if I have if I'm in New Hampshire and I can fire you for any reason, and I have some punk ass kid coming at me, you know, giving me grief every single day, not doing his job, complaining about everything. Guess what? Yeah, you're fired. You're fired. Or was this? You gotta hold your thumb up a little bit when you say that. Or is that the the firing pin uh, on yep, the yep. On, on the grenade or I the, uh, a, no, the I, the red button? Isn't it the Trump thing when he was on the the show? Never seen like, it. Uh, he was on some show. Yeah, he where, was like, on the the boss or something. Yeah, I don't remember the name of the show. You're hired. You fired. Yeah, he was always firing people. You fired. I think I think that this was an attempt uh, by the by management by the company as a whole to send a message. To other woke ass kids out there at other bull mooses, and, and that if you attempt to start a union to cause problems for us, we're gonna. This is how this is how we're gonna handle you. This is how we're gonna do it. We're gonna fire. We're gonna fire the whole damn lot of you. Uh, I think this was a message. It's now, interesting to me that they would do so in a market where, like, you know, we everyone's about, hurting. We everyone's hurting. About, you know, yeah, restaurants having a hard time hiring enough people to. Come and work and that kind of a thing. When we opened up on this, the the big question was, how does a store like this even run? Right. I mean, I sell a lot of this stuff. I mean, I sell, but I deliver, and I, of course, I sell books online. Right. Uh, so this, by the way, so Bull Moose is a they compete with me. Um, 
But uh, how does a store like this stay in business? Maybe maybe there's something else going on here. Maybe the store was failing. Maybe maybe, maybe the store expects to receive some kind of subsidy, some kind of COVID subsidy or something, if they can prove that they that they're that they don't have enough employees to run the place. Maybe right. there's something that we don't know that we're not going to find out about for the for a week or two, or ever. Yeah, I mean, I suspect we probably won't. But if it was, if it was, in fact, to to stand up to these kids then I hope we see more of this. I hope we see more employers out there who say, you know what, enough is enough. I'm not going to be bossed around by my damn employees. You know, customer comes first. You need to get out there, get on the front lines. You need to serve your damn customer, sell them some product. Otherwise, no, we're not doing this. We're not playing this game. Because because there are too many companies out there that are, that are being taken to task by these woke people who are trying, who are, who are trying to rewrite history. It's they're trying so, to re- they're trying to rewrite the pol- all the policy the whole countrywide policy. It's so disturbing to me to hear the term woke. You know, you think it's a it's a good term. You well, think, but but not the but no, not anymore. It's not coming from being a statist and then like figuring out that oh, I'm not a statist. To me, that has always been referred to as like an awakening or waking up that type of thing. Use use red pilled. I was red-pilled, yes, correct. But then, you know, a group of those people woke up, right? Now, they were never referred to as woke, but it it disturbs me to hear the term woke referring to people who are certainly not that. They, They have not been awakened and enlightened. They certainly have very little comprehension of basic economics, they have probably zero exposure to the philosophies of freedom. It's it's ironic that uh, that the word that word that, that you th- both you and I and I feel it's been co opted. Yeah, yeah, I, I and I agree, and it's and it's a sad thing. But you know what? So has the term liberal, which yeah. which we are not classical liberals, but I think that we are true liberals. Yeah, to a, to a certain I mean, degree. Classical liberal would be a. A, a sm- really like uh, pretty sp- close police station maybe some maybe some military and yeah, the, a little, and the little co- minarchist in the court system yeah, yeah that's a classical liberal um but yeah the, i think the term you're right it's been co-opted it's been stolen you know what just just let it go yeah, <laughs> let it go and uh and use red pilled or use awakened or you know i, I just I, I don't like i still use I, I try to refer to myself as an individualist mm-hmm. or a voluntarist yeah, woke wokes are not individualists. I'll tell you that no, right no, now. No. They are they are definitely a collective. But but I also still use the term anarchist from time to time because it's not my fault. People don't know what the real definition of that word is. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm the guy who knows the real definition. Y'all think it means something else. Yeah. If they think, they think it means Mad Max. They think it means you know you know Thunderdome. Now, don't get me wrong. I love those movies. Those movies are great. I love a post a post apocalyptic movie particularly the Mad Max series. They're, they're great, man. They're fun. It's good fun. Um, but they are entertainment. To me, they're just comic books on the screen. Yeah, let's make Mad Max uh, fiction again. Right. You know, you've seen that meme, make 1984 fiction again. Yes. And some people are actually reading it like it's an instruction manual. <laughs> Have you seen this one? It's uh, uh, Alexandria Ho Cortez. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a picture of her. And like I think it's a picture of her actually before she got into politics she was a bartender at some point yeah and so it's a picture of her and it's got the big logo with with the the acronym M A B A 
MAGA instead of MAGA for like Trump was you which, know, which America stands, great which, again. Which stands they for M A B A MABA make Alexandria bartend again. Yeah, well, I thought that was hilarious. I, I don't. I don't think that's ever going to happen. I think she's got her foot in the door. Oh, yeah. She has too many supporters. She's going to get reelected. Oh, is she a billionaire yet? Uh, not yet. I mean, I know she was only making whatever kind of public salary, what? but you know how it goes. These people get into politics, and all of a sudden they're millionaires. Once she gets Pelosi out of the way, and she can start, you know, making more, you know, more command decisions that support her and her peoples. Yeah, I can see it. In, I can see it in the cards. 603-283-6160. When we... When we... When we, well, when we start the segment, we say, this is Free Talk Live, the live call-in radio talk program where you can take control of the airwaves, talk about whatever you want, open phones, 603-283-6160 is the telephone number. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. And Conan. What are we talking about, Conan? Uh, We were talking about companies dropping mask mandates, which, by the way, I have a list. Walmart, Target, um, Costco, Starbucks, Home Depot. Now, are they dropping it for the customers or for the employees? Everyone who has been vaccinated. Uh, 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 Hold on. None of them can ask you if you've been vaccinated. So there you are. You were talking about the two groups. It's really no one's really talking about the 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 covid uh, the, those who have suffered from the illness and have developed antibodies. That is not being spoken about anywhere because right. because because the science, the science because trust it and all uh, says that you don't need to get the vaccine if you if you've had the illness you're good you're covered uh i know i don't well i don't know but i've heard i've heard of too many people who have had it and decided to get the vaccine anyways well and and those and by the way those are usually the ones who get sick yeah i've heard some some exactly that but i've also heard some and i haven't heard it a lot and it's been a while since i heard it but they were saying that people who got covid and recovered which is 99 more than 99 percent of the people who got it by the way unless you're over 80 or 60 yeah i mean i'm talking about without any you know vaccine or pseudo vaccine whatever the hell um there was some scuttle about i think it was fauci maybe or somebody who said well, we it, recommend that you get it anyway because of the variants. And then they come out with stories that said there's over a thousand. Var- I don't remember. It was an astronomical number. There's at least of, one of variant. Variants. There's at least one variant from every country right now. Right. And like soon it'll be one from every area code and soon it'll be one from every county or municipality or, whatever, you know. And I, and, I, and it's quite possible that Fauci did say this because I believe that he said everything at least once. <laughs> And then backtracked a week later because what he does is he says something like, you know, yeah. double mask or wear a face shield or, you know, masks aren't necessary. And then the CDC changes their guidelines or uh, the new whatever news program that he watches, yeah. they start to change their tune. And then he comes back out and he's like, 
yeah, yeah, you know what? Uh, you know, I've been doing some thinking about that and all. You know, and and there might it might make sense to 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 to, to double mask. Uh, prime example. Prime example. Uh, a year ago, mm-hmm. there was a conspiracy theory that was floating about that this uh this in fact this this COVID nineteen did not in fact uh, start in a lab. Uh, it started from uh, a, a bat and or a, a pangolin, uh, and it was uh, it was moved to the the wet market, and that's where it spread in China. Uh, right. The 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 Trump narrative was that no 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 this was in, this was started in the lab. This was this was completely started in the lab by humans, and it got out. You fired. You and, fired. And, and and everyone everyone was saying no 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 tinfoil hat. Conspiracy theory, you guys are nuts. It came from a damn bat. Go back to your MAGA country. Now, oh, oh, and then of course, two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago, there was the Rand Paul Fauci uh, uh, rabble uh, debate where where Rand was grilling this guy. He's like, no, no, yeah. no, uh, gain the function. Uh, was this was were you were you actually funding the lab in Wuhan? This and that, and Fauci was like, nah. Uh, you are mistaken. You are you are insulting me. Da 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 da. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it? Turns out two days later, the CDC dropped their guidance on the mask policy. Two days later, <laughs> what the hell happened there? And then a week later, Fauci comes out and he's saying, "Now what is he saying? Uh, it's a possibility that it was you know might have been spread from you know a lab somewhere. We need to do the research. We need to figure this out because it's very important that we get to the bottom of this." Yeah. What a, this guy, man! Yeah, this no, guy. How can you still trust this guy, people? No, it's Anthony Fasci. That's the correct pronunciation. He has said everything once. He's backtracked on everything once. He says everything. How can you believe anything that's coming out of this guy's mouth? And, and don't tell me science changes. No, I haven't looked it up, uh, but I've seen a couple of memes with uh, uh, an ancient Anthony Fasci. Where you mean back when he was screwing around with AIDS? Yeah, HIV. And he was a proponent of the AZT, which that killed so people. So many people that, suffered from. That's what was it. killing people. It wasn't the yeah. damn AIDS. It was the it was AZT was killing them. Yeah, and it was who was backing it? Who was who was all about that? Fauci, Anthony Fauci. What's he doing now? Hmm. Yeah. Weird. Oh, well, here it's almost let, as if a person gets into power and then begins to abuse it for their whole life. Let's talk about one of the individuals, a uh, a virologist, uh, Nobel winning prize virologist, who actually was talking about the Wuhan uh, spread, the Wuhan spread back a year ago. Okay, and when the and and he was immediately uh, buried. No one would deal with this guy anymore. No one would have him on there. They wouldn't interview him. They wouldn't talk to this guy. They 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 you know tinfoil hat. Yep. Conspiracy nut. We can't even, we don't want to deal with this guy anymore. His name is uh Luke uh uh Mon- Montagnier, French guy. While it is understood that the virus uh, all right, all right. So he made this prediction a year ago and now people are changing their tune. You got mainstream media is changing the tune. For what? For why? What 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 happened? This guy is saying exactly what mainstream media is saying and what they damned him for a year ago. Now he's saying something in a, in an interview a very long interview that I haven't watched completely because I have uh, it's uh, subtitled. Sure, but he's now he has now he has another realization that I think is going to see the sun, the light of day one day. Here it is. While it is understood that viruses mutate, 
causing variants. I'm sure you've heard of the variants. Yep. That's all they talk about these days. Well, and that's like for our listeners, a variant is just like how there's a new sort of version of the flu. It's a, it's a, muta- it's a mutation. It just mutates, right. Yeah. So it, 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 uh, all right. Why is this all important, though? So they causing uh, French biologist and Nobel Prize winner Luc Montagnier contends that is, quote, it is the vaccinations that is creating the variants. Wait, read that again. It's the vaccinations? The vaccination is causing the variants, and it only makes sense. Otherwise, this, this, everyone would have got a herd immunity, and, this, and, this, and corona probably would have just kind of gone away, and you wouldn't have seen it until right. next fall, well, during flu season. The 2008 Nobel laureate made the explosive comments as part of a larger interview uh, with Pierre, I can't say his last name, a French, French uh, reporter, of Hold Up Media earlier this month. The clip was exclusively translated for RAIR Foundation, which is the website that I'm getting this for, and is quite damning for the agenda-driven left-wing establishment. As reported in April of last year, Professor Montagnier uh, Montagne, Montagne presented a powerful case that the coronavirus was created in a lab, and he was damned for it, of course. His comments at the time offended the left-wing establishment so much that they aggressively attempted to discredit his statement. Now... The media is backpedaling on the origin of the coronavirus after prominent scientists called for further scrutiny. So, this is gonna this is gonna see the light of day. I can tell you that's uh, an amazing thing for him to say. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. More coming up. Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farm, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com Welcome back to Free Talk Live. The live call-in radio talk program where you can take control of the airwaves and talk about anything that is on your mind. The telephone number to do so is 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. And it's Conan. You can join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 28th through July 4th for ForkFest 2021 at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest happens the week after Porcupine Freedom Festival, but ForkFest is decentralized, which means that there's no ticket cost and no one is in charge. All you have to do is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 28th through July 4th. I can't think of a better place to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving people in the Shire. Uh, You can do all sorts of things, but you can find out more at the unofficial website, forkfest.party. If you're planning an event, you know, you want to connect with other people and let them know. 
you can also connect with other attendees via the unofficial Telegram chat and the unofficial forum, which are all found at forkfest.party. Again, July 4th, it's June 28th through July 4th, forkfest.party. I hope to see you there. Come party with the captain. So, Conan, you've been telling us about this virologist, this French guy, Nobel Prize winner, Professor Luc, I'm going to butcher the name too, Montagnier, I believe. Montagnier. Montagnier, if you're... You if know, you're English, it's yeah. Montagnier. But Frenchmen, they pronounce that, I think it's ah, ah, on but the end there. The headline is, he explains how COVID-19 vaccines are creating the variants. And the actual quote from him that they've got highlighted here is, and this is just some other article I brought up because I searched it. It is the vaccination that is creating the variants, according to this Nobel Prize winner. Yeah, it should it sh- and this is not just the Rona. This is not just the Koof. This is pretty much every vaccination. There's there. I've heard this before. You're not supposed to vaccinate during a outbreak because this is because you're not going to be able to squash it the same way you uh, when you're taking penicillin uh, or, or antibiotics. Yeah. And you 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 have to use the entire. You have to do it for the t- entire two all, weeks. Right. If you if you allow that. Uh, bacteria to to survive just a little trace amount of it it'll come back even stronger so you have to knock it out completely the first time and that's kind of the way this is working you have it's not knocking it out of the system out of the community completely and so you have little strains of it that are still floating around and then they start mutating and becoming something completely different now um so uh, so let's go on with the professor here sure uh, basically, he was damned. He was thrown under the bus a whole year ago. No one wanted to talk to him. And now, it's, and now it seems like everything he was talking about a year ago, everyone's changing their tune. So I'm, I'm going to start listening to this guy a little, a little more. He, he was right a year ago. Now, yeah. uh, what he's saying is, it's, it, it might not be correct, but uh, I am going to give him more credit than I had. The mainstream media has been lying to me all year. Well, and this or, is, or, or Fauci who backtracks every second of the day. Right. This is an example of what natural authority looks like right there's a couple of definitions of authority we all know the fear ruling and violence mongers that are called authority we refer to them as governments uh commonly here on this show because that's all they do they they make things up and tell you what to do and they enforce those things with violence that is one form of authority there's another form of authority and that is somebody who is an expert on a subject He's an authority on this particular topic. Correct, right? and sadly, too many of these guys are being uh, squashed. Right, all year long, they, their, ta- their YouTube channels have been taken down. Their Twitter uh, channel uh, forums have been taken down. Why? Because they're because they aren't preaching the gospel. They're not preaching. They're, are they go- are they going against the uh, uh, the uh, what has been considered safe for right. us and so what they say is unsafe and it's going to get people killed if you follow this oh my god you're going to start injecting bleach next thing you know it which which that you know, yeah. I, I don't remember if you were around when that blew up tide pods so professor montagnier referred to the vaccination program for the coronavirus as an quote unacceptable mistake mass vaccinations are a scientific error as well as a medical error he said it is an unacceptable mistake the history books will show that because it is the vaccination that is creating the variants. The prominent virologists explain that there are, quote, there are antibodies created by the vaccine. 
forcing the virus to either find another solution or die. This is where the variants are created. It is the variants that are a production and a result from the vaccination. And this is why Professor Montiag said that the that epidemiologists know that who know but are silent about the phenomenon known as antibody dependent enhancement ADE. In the articles that mention ADE, the concerns expressed by Professor Montiag are Montagne are dismissed. Scientists say that ADE is pretty much a non-issue with COVID-19 vaccines, but why COVID-19 vaccines, whereas this is something that is established everywhere else, uh, antibody-dependent yeah. enhancement. And how could they know that? It hasn't been even through clinical trials. I don't even know if, it's, I don't even know if they've had this. Yeah, exactly. So what, has it been six months now? Yeah. Where, 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 where are your long-term studies? Yeah. How do you, yeah. Where's your peer-reviewed evidence? The professor explained that the trend is happening in each country where, where the curve of vaccination is followed by the curve of deaths. The Nobel laureate's point is emphasized by information revealed in an open letter from a long list of medical doctors to the European medicines agencies. The letter stated in part that, quote, there have been numerous media reports from around the world of care homes being struck by COVID-19 within days of vaccinations of residents. And yeah, I remember when the AstraZeneca was tested, I think it was, was Sweden or Norway. Yeah. They, they tested on like 80 old people and they like all died. Yeah. Like the next day, like that, that, that week. Um, but you don't hear that unless you watch BitChute, unless you're unless you're getting your news from alternative media, because right. you're, you're not going to see that on the big on the big stream. Certainly not on your regular television channels by any stretch of the imagination. Here's from the actual uh, a piece taken from the actual interview. Uh, he was asked, "Should we be vaccinating during a pandemic?" His his response: "It's unthinkable." Uh, they're silent. Many people know this. Epidemi- ep- epidemiologists know it. It is the antibodies produced by the virus that enable infection to become stronger. It's what we call antibody-dependent enhancement, which means antibodies favor a certain infection. The antibody attaches to the virus. From that moment, it has the receptors, the antibodies. We have them in the macrophage, etc. It pokes the virus, and not accidentally, but because of the fact that they are linked to the antibodies. It is clear that the new variant are created by antibody med- meditated selection due to the vaccination. End quote. This guy seems like he knows what he's talking about. It seems kind of makes sense, especially if you consider if you compare it to say something like uh, antibiotics or penicillin, where it's if you don't use the the correct amount and knock it out, yeah. you will allow it to grow stronger and be create and be create a nuisance later on down the road is there more in this particular article that you have uh not this one no okay. except except the the full uh translation uh the what am i looking for the uh from this segment i haven't watched the whole video yet. Yeah. i've only watched the two minute video okay of this guy talking i just during the break i looked this up myself hoping to find the article you were referring to uh, but i found a different article this article adds something that's not in yours and it says Professor Luc Montagnat, or however you pronounce his name, continued to say that he is doing his own experiments with those who become infected with the coronavirus after getting the vaccine. He says, quote, I will show you that they are creating the variants that are resistant to the vaccine, unquote. Correct. He's, 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 he's going to prove it. And, and you can only do it in, uh, until after the, after the effect, which is what we're dealing with right now, the fallout. Yeah. So, yeah, keep your eyes on this guy. 603-283-6160. 
More Free Talk Live. Final segment on the way. Only two years to flatten the curve, Conan. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's already... It's getting close to two years. I mean... But finally, at least some of these states are opening back up, like 100% opening back up, dropping their silly mask policies and whatnot. It's... But I... But I... We were talking during the break. I am so concerned with all the people who have gotten the jab. I... We don't know... Where this is going to be in in ten years, we don't yeah. know what's what this is going to lead to. This is this is brand spanking new. This is experimental. You're all guinea pigs. This hasn't been tested on humans before. Right. Uh, contrary to what most folks believe, uh, the FDA has not passed this. It has granted it temporary emergency, uh, you know, status. So that means it didn't have to go through all the rigmarole and testing and whatever that the, the they usually require they for didn't this even type have of thing. to test it on animals first right they went straight to humans they say that they're testing on animals as we speak right as well as you human guinea pigs but this is insane we'll talk more and you have a story to share that i want to i want you to share but first i need to say thank you to somebody calling themselves reasonable voice they are a silver level amplifier here at free talk live what does that mean? Well, that means Reasonable Voice went to amp.freetalklive.com and signed up to become an amplifier. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote, and so they contribute $5 a month. You can contribute more. There's a couple different levels, and there's some cool perks that you get for contributing. But where does this money go? It goes to get this radio program onto more radio stations. Mm-hmm. We're currently on somewhere around 200 radio stations. We could be on 250. We could be on 300. We could be on more radio stations. It's all up to you. So please consider becoming an amplifier over at amp.freetalklive.com. And thank you again, Reasonable Voice, for your continued contribution. We appreciate it. Now, we've we've hinted at this phenomenon before and i think it might have even been been covered in in depth but i've i've never gotten the opportunity even though i've brought this particular article to the show but but to put it in perspective because this to remind me that i actually had this article at hand Mm -hmm. i was talking to my ex the other day and oh and by the way i'm i'm one of those guys who um who's who's can get along with his <laughs> with his ex girlfriends, except one. There's only one that I can't. <laughs> but I, I'm she's talking about what she did that day. She says she you know she went to the to the salon to get her nails did, mm-hmm. and she was there uh, all masked up. Everyone was masked. The uh, the attendant was masked, and she's sitting there. and And it, I guess it was bring your baby to work day. Okay, because there was an infant. the The salonist, what were they? The manicurist's mm-hmm. son. A toddler, uh, not even a toddler, but it's still an infant, but you're probably less than a year old in in the the carriage over there. And of course, what do you do when you see a kid and you want to make the kid smile? She pulls her mask down, and she does the goo goo smile face at the kid. Yeah. And immediately, this kid turns to tears and starts wailing. And it was like, oh my god! And the and this, the manicurist was like, oh, uh, it's something about the mask, this and that. It was there was a there was a language barrier, so it wasn't really understood what yeah. was being communicated. 
But I and, and she just told me kind of offhand, and I heard this, and I'm like, oh my god, this this kid sounds to me like this kid hasn't seen human faces, or maybe at least outside human faces. Maybe family is all right, but probably hasn't seen a human face its whole life. Yeah, that is disturbing. And all of a sudden, someone, another human being, an adult, and she's a good-looking girl, too, so it's not like she's ugly or something, smiles at this kid, and the kid doesn't know what the hell it just saw. For all it knows, this woman over here wants to eat him. Right, right. A a simple smile brought him to tears, and I thought about that. It's like, this is... I mean, this... This coof has, has screwed up our economy so badly and has messed so many things up, but no one thinks about the long-term effects of the toddlers, of the infants, of what this, of what these masks have done to them. It is, this is this well, is this is crucial that they learn how to 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 uh, understand what expressions mean right, in these early months. A big majority of human communication is facial expression. That's why, like. You know, we here on Free Talk Live, as they say, we have voices for radio, right? We're not, you know, the most attractive people in the world. <laughs> I, I, right? I, I'm, you not, know? I'm not. Complaining. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that you know. But yet, people tune in and watch. Why do they do that? Because a lot of communication is facial expression, and some people need to have that connection. And so, we do stream this live, of course, uh, over at uh, lrn.fm and uh, stream.freetalklive.com. I believe. Go to freetalklive.com. You can find our cams. Um, I I enjoy the I, I enjoy being able to see the people who are talking. I like it. Yeah. But 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 I am an avid audiobook podcast listener so i can i can tolerate just hearing just basically hearing voices in my head but i like i like to see somebody but if you're anything like me when you do that you're also imagining somebody right you're imagining oh yeah you're hearing whether or not they're you know are they talking up are they talking down are they being smooth and then and then of course you've been listening to for the last two years and then you finally see a picture of them and you're like that's not who like, I've been listening really? to that's, for three years. That's Conan. Wow, that's the captain. Wow, I it, didn't, it, he doesn't look anything like his. It voice happens has. all the time. So I'm I'm also concerned about the infants who aren't seeing, you know, human faces and like freaking out. But also, all of the children. I mean, even up to, I mean, these kids are being raised not only not seeing the human face and having to communicate without normal human facial expression. But they're also being conditioned in ways that children have not been conditioned before, Mm -hmm. or at least in a method, a style, if you will, that hasn't been done, which is to say that for the first time, the government can just say, there's a danger of something in your health. Close everything down. I have no doubt there'll be a, there'll be another one this and they c- coming up this fall because it happened when they were kids. When it happens again, when they're you know either older children or in their teens or even adults, right? it's like it's like they're the, going to be like, it's like the gonna chime. Gonna be, it's like what's the, what's the study where they Pavlov's, the, 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 Pavlov's dogs yes, absolutely. It, exactly. So you're going to hear that chime going off, and they're all going to go immediately into panic mode. Yep. And duck and duck and cover, and, and they're, they're going to go. Oh yeah, this is what happened to us when we were kids. I remember this. We know how to do this, and it's just going to be an automated reaction to it instead of a thoughtful process. It's it's uh, it's so sad. Uh, what what is possible? What is probable uh, to come uh, it, it, during our lifetimes? Uh, and of course, from exactly the people you are are in, have indicated, the people who have been conditioned 
to believe and just they've just been drinking all this up this Kool-Aid since day 1 and now they are even more obedient little zombies than they were before all this nonsense happened. This from the article. Infants and toddlers watch our faces for important clues about language and social situations. That is why it is so important that they can see our faces without anything getting in the way. For instance, a face mask that covers a mouth and nose. But what happens when babies can't see half of our faces or mouths, cheeks, noses in everyday situations? This uh, woman, Ellen Aaron Volmer, a therapy work, says that babies learn through watching and modeling. They copy what the adults do around them. When they can't see our faces, it's hard for babies to learn. Focusing on facial expressions and facial movement is highly important when developing mirror neurons and ultimately speech and language skills. That's why it is important that an infant see the face of their communicative partner when developing early speech, says this doctor. And later on in life, you can listen to audiobooks when you've actually figured out uh, how to communicate how to how to have conversations with your fellow human being but until then these 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 first months are very important your your actual brain is being built during these months right and uh children learn language very early and in fact children can learn multiple languages uh, when they begin learning their first language much easier than an adult can learn a second language or third language yeah, for that matter. You're set in your ways by then. Like, like your brain is ready and willing to absorb this new information when you're a child because you're still forming all of these things. It's like it's like working with clay. Right. Yes. And so you're, you and I we're hard diamonds right now. We definitely are. <laughs> but but your 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 brain is more spongy. You're more receptive to soaking up the knowledge. Uh, when you're younger, and so it's easier to teach children, and actually building new, brand new brain neurons as right, well. Right. So this is who who knows who knows what this is going to lead to. Uh, you hear all of the uh, the uh, the academics, you know, talking about how we need to get, we need to what is it? We need uh, pre pre K to be part of the uh, the pre K indoctrinations. Yeah, camp. and then like a couple years after high school too. Oh wow, I haven't heard that oh, one. But yeah, that... yeah. Because you know, government isn't teaching your children enough in the twelve years they hold them captive that now they need another one year in the front and two in the back. Academics, ap- a- uh, pre, uh, 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 are where are the academics at on this one? Why aren't they complaining about these masks? We're out of time. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you missed any of the show, visit our archives at freetalklive.com. Thanks and peace. If there's a sudden disaster and you can't get to the grocery store or they're all out of food, what would you do? You wish you had emergency food to get you through the crisis. And that's why we're here. We're MyPatriotSupply.com, America's leading source of emergency food. Our food lasts for up to 25 years and millions of families trust us for their disaster survival. Won't you join us? Unlike other food companies, we don't skimp on calories. Our meals give you more than 2,000 calories per day. Why? Because that's what you need to survive any challenging crisis. And right now, you can save $200 on our popular three-month emergency food kit. Just go to MyPatriotSupply.com and place your order. We ship fast, two to three days max. And your food arrives discreetly right to your door. So order today and save $200 at MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com.